I had some people add me on Snapchat this week, and I don't know if they're sort of spammy people or if they are actually um, podcast people. I haven't decided whether to let them in. Okay, I think they're podcast people. I've been finding the podcast people. I'm going to start. I'm just going to wave them all in, you know? I'm going to wave them all in and see what they start sending me. Oh, okay. So you're worried about the the incoming. Yes. As opposed to the, I mean, I don't know what's going on and you're outgoing, but you know. (laughs) That's my business. (laughs) And the business of anyone that adds you on Snapchat. Oh, dear. You are listening to Secular Buddhism for Skeptical Atheists. I am Mike. I am Dougie. And we are here to talk to you about principles from Buddhism, fun things that you can take from it, learnings that you can incorporate into your life. And we are saying, not your problem? Not your problem. Is it your problem? Not no, my problem? No, no, it's not not my problem. Not your problem. We're recording in a weekday, right? So I've spent the whole day. Yeah, I'm very, I'm very caffeinated and very enthused. And yeah, I'm still going. Well, you sound great. Oh, thank you. You sound so do you. entirely natural. That's good. That's good. I've spent the day, not the day, some of the day. I spent about an hour working on the podcast now. Nice. nice. I'm enjoying what we've done so far. Did you, what did you think of the first episode? We have a lovely conversation and then you go away and put it together. <laughs> and then I hear what I actually said. And um, we both sound competent. Magically. We do. We do. And it seems like it's going down quite well with the listening public as well. Once again, back in the thousands of downloads in the first couple of days. Yeah. Uh, not to brag, but yes. Yes. We've had some work. Uh, had some reviews as well yep. exciting so the word of mouth is really working so yes. thank you for that once yes. again we'll put this call out out there if you've enjoyed what you've heard of this podcast so far we haven't done really any advertising of it at all no. our listenership is up there in the thousands and thousands because of listeners like you passing this on to friends and family who yes. you think will benefit from it so please if you have a, a friend or family you think will benefit from it yes. pass it on to them yes or someone you know someone you think might hate it you know that's fine we had we had i think we had our first one star review uh, i think that was a mistake because i I checked it and it got changed really (laughs) yeah oh well thank you whoever it was whoever it was but you know if you think it's a one star thing you know that's still engagement i'm happy that person has gone away and we've they've thought about it you know and uh, i can i I like that uh so i was thinking about our concept for today as i was listening back and editing the last episode that we just did Hmm. on why me why me yeah Yeah. and i was I touched on this a little bit in my reflections on the things that I ask myself why me about my my health in particular in more recent sure. uh, few weeks mm. and I got to thinking and actually you you mentioned it as well when you talked about the rain concept non-identification ah rain yeah right and yeah. I thought that that's a really good candidate for diving into a little bit deeper mm, lovely uh, across the board right now there's so much influx in the world everything is changing as we said in the first episode of this series yes. and um, it, it can be it can become easy to feel like you have so many problems I don't know about you but I, I like do you do you feel like you carry the weight of the world on your shoulders in terms of like the news and, and bad things that are happening out there I mean I think I go through phases so if we can think back not to bark on about COVID too much but you might remember early on here in the UK when COVID started basically Boris Johnson our Prime Minister started doing something on TV around 5 o'clock like basically every day on the lectern yeah right exactly the lectern and we couldn't leave the house 
or anything. We couldn't leave our flats, our homes, or whatever. We'd just sit waiting for this daily update of awful news, and it did tend to be like pretty bad. It was like, okay, yes, we're going to have to close this. I'm going to have to close this, and we got quite sucked into that. Me and Paul would just sit there every night watching it, and then we realised that that wasn't necessarily doing us the world of good. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so we started to moderate that a bit, and we sort of started dipping in a bit, but we we basically stopped. We could see a habit forming, and we stopped that. Um, and that sort of continued. Like uh, basically, the more news I watch, the more <laughs> the more anxious I can feel about sort of lots of things sort of happening in the world. Is that that's in general then? Yeah. 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 Really across yeah. the board, whatever it is that's yes. happening. Yeah. Yeah. I I think the COVID one that you mentioned is a really identifiable one. I think so. There were you were definitely not alone mm. in watching those every single day or, yeah. or catching up on the news app or, or yeah. whatever, however yeah, you yeah. take it in. And that's an interesting thing though as well. I mean, you do work in the industry. I mean, does that affect how you take on the problems of other people? I mean, you 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 have written pieces that are relating to yourself and things that you've gone through mm. and uh, your viewpoint on things happening out there in, in the culture. Is yes. that what they say? In the culture? Yes, yeah, yeah, in the culture, sure. Do you think your work requires you to identify more with these issues for you to have like a strong viewpoint and and be able to articulate that I, th- I think if you're writing about something where you're supposed to have an opinion then your editors will want you to have quite a strident opinion that isn't apologetic yeah the more angry you are or the more you more it comes across that you care about it then that's uh, that kind of emotional level to the writing is i suppose is something that people find sort of engaging mm-hmm. so to to reach that level that people are going to find engaging you need to be finding the most exaggerated version of your viewpoint on that and it's obviously something you're writing because you believe yes uh, or, or you feel but i can imagine that can make it hard to identify where you should take something on as being your problem as opposed to just something that exists out there and that yes. you're commenting on yes that's true there's like you have to sort of care about it but you, you don't want to sort of go to bed worrying and worrying about it and thinking oh i wonder what i can do to fix this problem because often it's a problem that you're aware of yeah that you can do very little about sort of in the immediate term mm-hmm. um and so that's like the tension there right like you sort of you have to care about it but not to the extent that you're that it's negatively impacting you because that's that's also not like there's no point to that i mean for me as a mindful person i'm not uh i'm not writing about or uh, major publications about how i feel about this thing and that thing but as someone that is kind of mindful and trying to pay attention to what happens around the world and mm. i guess living with a, a decent amount of empathy for people affected by the news stories that I hear every day it does on a normal day a good day it's not so difficult to find that separation but certainly at times where i feel like i'm going through enough of my own things mm. you know when you when you just and it's a normal thing you're having a slightly more uh, down day or you're feeling a, a bit more pressed and you're you're saying to each other god is, life's just not fair is it because <laughs> i you, i have to do this thing and that thing and this person is being mean to me and and mm. this friend is having this issue that i'm needing to support in and also global warming mm. and god yeah that uh, one. the war is here and there and it, yeah. it's all it's all just a lot for me to deal with yes. right it's a lot yeah. for me to deal with yes N- forgetting the fact that those things that i have to deal with some of them are uh way beyond my reach yes in terms of wars and others of them are uh, well what what did you say last in the last episode what you're did I um, say in the last episode some some of them the protagonist of that story really truly is not me oh uh, yeah you yes. know my friend yeah. going through yeah. the problem might need support that's that's yes. a thing and maybe yeah. i feel empathy for them but yeah. that is that really my issue yeah no you've got to keep your you've got to put your own mask on first right yeah that scenario uh and so with even with all 
all of those things that do pertain to me and my life. The question again there is how much am I really identifying that end step of rain non-identification? Mm. Uh, check out the the previous episode. Why me? If you need a reminder on that, am I identifying on a personal level with that issue? Is the issue becoming mm. me? Mm. Uh, is the fact that I'm having to spend I don't I don't know what it could be so much time commuting now that I'm being asked to go back into the office for example mm, interesting. is that am I starting to let myself be defined by that mm, do mm. I need a solution that is more acceptance based because I'm not going to change it or action based mm. because there are employers out there that potentially are not going to ask me so, to do that yeah. or is there a conversation I can be having with someone maybe it's not but I just need to adjust to the to the new normal yeah. or am I getting stuck in this thing of saying well this is part of my life now and it's a problem mm. and I am a problem so yeah the question I've been asking myself especially since we had that last conversation mm. about non-identification is where is the line where something is a problem it's real where is the line of it actually being your problem something you need to I guess carry as a burden on yourself what do you think on that so the problem that that I think about a lot is the problem of conversion therapy okay, so bear with me Okay. Um, which is like the application of like religious practice or well quasi-religious practice uh, often like escalating to forms of psychological and physical abuse right. to change someone's sexual orientation right mm -hmm. or their gender identity and you wrote about this yep yeah yeah and, uh, and it's something I care about a lot but I've also come to the conclusion that it's not something that we will ever be able to stamp out in the UK certainly if you consider the definition of conversion therapy to include things like praying and you know because we're never going to outlaw prayer because that, that would just not fly. And so when you, so I'm sort of at the moment stuck in this place where I, I think about it a lot and I'm conscious of the impact it is having in an ongoing way. And yeah, the extreme cases, you know, criminal law would already apply, you know, if someone's being physically abused. But in the broader sense, then what, you know, it's going to carry on. Mm -hmm. And in this case, Boris Johnson has written to, you know, evangelical organizations, making sure that they understand that he will never be legislating about how people pray or what people pray about, including, you know, praying over people to, change their sexual orientation and so <laughs> you're, you're left it just leaves you feeling very deflated because there's this problem you're aware of that you kind of want to make a contribution towards solving in some wider sense yeah but you also have all this evidence that says okay uh you can't <laughs> mm -hmm. um, or at least not in the way not in the kind of absolutist way that you thought you might be able to contribute towards so and that's not an easy thing to accept because you can see ways that it affects you either directly because it's it, it may touch on personal experience or indirectly because you know there are people from your community mm. being subjected to that sure so I'm in this process where I'm I sort of have to accept that but as a but not as the final destination so I think this is what okay so this is me thinking out loud but I suppose where I've got to is I now accept that that is going to be happening for the indefinite future so I need to rethink how I can make some kind of positive contribution mm -hmm. in that context okay <laughs> and so you try to reframe from just despair or desperation to uh, within the scope of what you can control or yeah. influence what yeah. what is it that you can do yes and then I just accept everything else because that's just taking up space in my brain mm -hmm. and my emotional capacity that's interesting you're, you're talking about quite a grand scale issue and I think you're right there the path to acceptance isn't easy but quite often part of being successful on that path is understanding which bits you can accept Wh no understanding which bits you have to accept and not necessarily like, but mm. but understanding that they're not going to change at least to the extent that you want them to. Mm. Uh, for example, I can't make any change in my 
environmentally related behaviors that is that that is going to directly solve climate change sure. tomorrow sure. single-handedly certainly <laughs> yeah but there are there are small steps that i can take and i guess larger steps that i can take as well mm-hmm. and i i need to understand how those steps feed into the bigger picture yeah and uh and so the scope of that becomes limited uh and and in some ways that can be frustrating mm. because you want to you want to know that that problem can be solved mm. but in other ways it's also quite empowering because if you can understand that chain reaction of how those small steps are going to feed into the big picture you understand that there is still quite a lot that you can do even when it didn't seem that way the first time so the problem might not be just your problem uh, to bear mm. but part of the solution can is is in your control yes but this this comes right the way down to smaller things though too i mean i said in my example there uh something like you know my friend is going through a hard time or yes. yeah. uh, I, i'm stuck commuting or the classic examples that we've talked about before on the podcast the car breaks down the friend punches your arm whatever mm. it is like mm. which of these are actually your problem you can almost argue are are any of these your problem at all even the things that that only seem to actually directly impact you uh, I, I i found an example of this online uh this thing that i found online says there are two types of problem right an inner problem and an outer problem okay and we should understand that our problems don't exist outside of ourselves they're part of our it's part of how we're experiencing unpleasant feelings so i said our car might break down right? yeah so when that breaks down we we usually say oh, i have a problem the the car is broken down i'm going to be late i'm mm. going to miss the thing yes i'm i'm very inconvenienced whatever it's not yeah. really the problem is with the car it's a it's affecting us yes but it's not really okay. our problem so that's that's the outer problem okay the outer problem is the car not yeah. working okay the inner problem it's no less real but it's the inner problem comes from our perception of what's happening hmm. so we can choose whether that inner problem is going to be the fact of life that i am now going to be late and there are actions i can take around it yeah so that's still a problem hmm. but there are solutions there for all that i can yes. tell the people i'm going to be late yeah. i can accept that i'm going to be late and i can move on kind of thing <laughs> yeah. and find out what, yeah. I, what it is i need to do with my car to get it fixed yeah. or we can have it be the type of problem that makes us feel really miserable mm. and really picked on by life mm. struggling to well back to that question why me yes and that's why i think yeah. these are these are such closely tied in mm. concepts and why after last episode this is it's a really good idea to to get into this so yeah what does it say here we need to solve the car's problem by repairing it and we need to solve our own problem by controlling our attachment to the car oh uh, interesting yeah interesting way yeah. of putting it <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah um shanti deva hmm. uh, why don't you read that quote it goes like this uh, if a cure exists why worry if no cure exists what use is there to worry oh that's great yeah either way why worry yeah which so this makes so much sense but at the same time i think it's something that's quite hard to i think you, it's something you have to learn for yourself i think it would be hard for instance if you had come to me a few months ago and told me that you were really poorly and there was all this stuff going on and i'd gone well if there's no cure why worry yeah you know it <laughs> you might not have been in a place where that would have been a helpful thing to hear yeah you know if i cast <laughs> my mind back i think definitely there were one or two very well-meaning friends who tried to kind of share that perspective with me and whose perspective i would understand but it, it didn't make it easier to no. to still so it didn't feel like the right response but then i also other friends or family members who would want to commiserate and be like oh that's really bad so terrible mm. you, and you need to okay you need to change your diet no that's going to be really difficult mm. and this and that and oh so much uncertainty and mm. everything is just very negative also not 
not helpful. No. And I think like so many things we've talked about on the podcast, the middle way there is accepting God, you know what the the rain scenario, the rain whatever you, comes guidelines, whatever you want to call it that you mentioned last time is really helpful there or would have been in retrospect. You recognize that there prob- there's a problem and the journey from R recognize to A accept is a journey. Mm, yeah. And um you can have a little bit of time of of saying this is really this is not great. Definitely. Yeah. But this Shanti Deva quote, if you can solve it, why worry? If you can't solve it, why worry? Is kind of for when your brain is able to kick back in again. Yes. And you can start applying a little bit of logic to you and you've had some time to process and yes. feel the emotion. Yeah. I think meditation and other mindfulness practices are, are a real big part of shortening what that length of time is. Mm. You know, the more yeah. the stronger you, the mental muscle is that is able to pull you out of the mess of thoughts in there yeah. and into the present moment where you can start thinking things through clearly again yeah the the faster and easier not to say it will be easy mm. but the easier it will be yeah. to yeah. get yourself through that to the other side yeah it becomes more of a reflex i guess over time in theory <laughs> sometimes in practice yeah not always easy so should we move on to listener questions oh is it question time that's exciting yeah we can do that first listener question is actually not a listener question it's listener feedback this is sarah in edinburgh saying really loving the second series but the last episode was quite short can we have longer episodes oh hello sarah (laughs) so uh yes the last episode was shorter we are playing around with the format Mm. like you might have noticed and trying different things including this question segment including shorter episodes we were going for somewhere between 20 minutes and 30 Mm. for this series yeah let us know if it's working we know that different things are going to work for different people yes yeah so get in contact tell us what you like um tell us what you would like to see for future segments or future subjects that you want us to cover as well tell us if you want us to go back to the extended episode length of the first series yeah there were some pretty lengthy ones that we went a bit jk we went a bit jk rowling there you know after after prisoner of azkaban a publisher's basically she let loose and they just get longer and longer and longer and longer and is it you're working on the assumption anyone doesn't know anything about the lengths of harry potter books i feel like everyone has (laughs) seen all the harry potter books lined up in order yeah and they get fatter and fatter and fatter so series one was a bit like harry potter a bit like cool. that. yeah yeah well first actual question from luis in porto Hi, what Luis. types of meditation are you doing these days i currently do a full body scan Ooh, do you do the nice. full body scan ever i do sometimes yeah but to be honest i usually would do that so full body scan is basically yoga nidra right so i do that before bed sometimes because basically it just sends me off to sleep right <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah okay so you do that as like a, a relaxation then yes yeah or you know if i've had a day full of i guess people from work might be listening but i guess this is fine to say if i've had a day if i've got a really busy day of loads of contact hours loads of interviews or meetings or whatever i will book like a half hour or a 45 minute session where i literally just lie on the floor and do like yoga nidra for half an hour yeah yeah which is so nice in your work day in my work yeah that's good that that, i think that's good for you that's fine you know if it helps you be productive Mm. then great some of our listeners might be like oh yeah yeah it's a bit bit white collar twat isn't it yeah um i don't know if the if twat but it's, uh, <laughs> it's definitely white collar I mean I do the same thing yeah, won't lie yeah. full body scans an interesting one it's good so what's good about it is it's quite active like if you're mm. constantly moving from one part of the body to the next to, and what, what you do is you think how does my nose feel how mm. do my lips feel however yeah. granular you want to get where is the tension in my shoulders yes, what's yeah. happening in my fingers all that yeah. all that stuff then I love it I love, it. I love a full body scan so, I would suspect that's helping you get to sleep because it's so explicitly based on thinking about the next thing 
and the next thing that there's no mm. room in there really for other thoughts yeah so yeah. like if you struggle to get to sleep because your mind can kind of mm. race with this thing that thing yeah you're it's not going to have the opportunity to do that yes. while you're scanning yeah that's right? true and there's like an in headspace you're welcome on the podcast anytime big up the headspace crew yes w- one of the things you could do in headspace is these kind of wind downs before bed and they will often start with some kind of gentle body scan kind of thing um there's also another app i use that has like a yoga nidra thing which is like a body scan you do it once but then you do it again faster and faster and faster and and, and then eventually you're just it's it's amazing I, I once did one with a gong bath and it was it was pretty hippie but it was it was pretty nice that's interesting that sounds very involved it was it was there were two gongs and oh it's lovely i'd recommend it so so yeah um louis the full body scan is quite a good tool if particularly if you struggle with just getting getting hold of that sort of in the moment feeling you know there's a lot of intruding thoughts getting in the way of your meditation it's it's really good for having quite a directed thing that you can be doing yes that keeps the other thoughts out I, what i do i these days lie down on my bed put my hands on my stomach with my fingers kind of spread apart and i just feel what it's like as my stomach is rising and falling when i breathe mm. and it's literally that and i mm. i sometimes think about oh what does the breath feel like in my nose what like is it is it cold is it warm what does it feel like at the mm. back of my throat is my throat getting dry and there is more of a challenge there because it's not an active mm. it's not as active a thing as what's happening in my mm. shoulders now what do my elbows feel like or whatever yes. it is that you ask yourself it is a bit more sorry if you can hear the sirens <laughs> oh, yeah, someone's getting arrested Jeez, oh. um it's it, it leaves a lot more room for error so to speak because mm. it's more stationary you're thinking about the same thing over mm. and over for however long but it's worth remembering that in meditation that error in air quotes is actually what's helping you get stronger yeah that's because the point it, right yeah yeah it's every time you forget and your mind wanders to something else and mm. my mind does always every time every yeah. day each time you can pull it back to just thinking about that breath sensation yeah I imagine the breath sensation very, i imagine that's very grounding like having that feeling that coming up and down kind of that physical connection is probably quite nice to come back to yeah uh, well so the reason i have my fingers on my stomach like that is it is something physical to to re-anchor that so it's easier than mm. it's e- easier than be like oh what does my breath feel like i don't know which bit of it should mm. i think of mm. it's just like yeah this is actual physical sensation yes. on, on my fingers i can feel that yeah. and yeah every time you do that you strengthen your ability to, to pull yourself back in mm. future yes. and so these days although i get distracted all the time still i yeah. don't feel any doubt as to whether i'll be yeah. able to, to do that again i guess there's one thing maybe it's worth mentioning if you're listening and you you maybe you don't meditate and you think oh it just sounds like it takes a lot of time and a lot of you know how do i get into this i was watching a youtube video actually from my uh, cousin-in-law um about uh what he calls micro dosing meditation which i quite liked as a concept oh, yeah so and it doesn't take long at all and it's basically doing what you're doing but just wherever you are if you have room like time to do 10 breaths just do that and really focus on them and feel them and experience them and be with them and, that, and that's it or or even one <laughs> or even like one you said, like yeah, one yeah. mindful breath yeah i don't know i went straight to 10 just one one can be tens are nice a, a nice round number but then yes. so is one yes. and yes <laughs> one is more than the zero that you would have done otherwise yes really yeah again it's um the big beneficial thing there is having taken the second at all out of whatever stressful moment you were in exactly to break up the stress is such a huge thing for you to yeah for you to have done and as he says the brilliant thing about that is that because the benefits are relatively obvious as you start to do it then you end up sort of incepting your own habit rather than thinking oh god i've got to do some meditation 
it's like, oh, I'd quite like to do do a little bit of that again. And then it builds up over time and, and you end up in this sort of lovely virtuous cycle. I just thought it was quite a cool idea. So thank you, Sarah and Luis. If you have any questions, any comments, if you want to give us and please give us ideas on, oh, on yes. what you want us to talk about next, you can <laughs> contact us on socials. Uh, so I'm D0UG785. And <laughs> I am at OMG Mike Hoffman. Mm. And I'll understand if you message Mike, not me. <laughs> you can find me on Instagram and Twitter. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok and Snapchat. Great. Come join in the conversation. It's been really great and really interesting to hear everyone's thoughts. And the podcast has grown so much so quickly. We couldn't do it without you. So please join in and bring along your friends. Yes. Okay. And that's it for this episode. We will see you in the next one. We Thanks will. for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.